Hey everyone, Jaden Nikki here with Akashic Record Truths. So today I want to talk about monsters in the bedroom. This is a specific kind of episode for, you know, the gifted people who tend to have some horrible things go on in the bedroom at nighttime while they're trying to sleep. So it might not be the most suitable episode for everybody, but if you tend to find that your sleep is disturbed by, well, it could just be nightmares, but more so the things that you hear or see while you believe you're awake um, that other people can't see and bad energy in your room in general. So for me, I've had issues with my sleep since I was a kid, long before I knew that I had gifts and that I was a light worker. It's only been over the last, you know, few years that I've really started to understand the things that happened to me um, and that I actually started talking to other light workers that have experienced things or heard experiences like mine that I started to understand what has happened to me but the most help that I've ever had is from Jada being able to look in the Akashic records and really look into my file and figure out what has really happened to me and what is going on in my bedroom um, while I sleep so I thought I would shine some light on this today because I am having issues in my bedroom once again and we'll be clearing that later today but I thought it would might be a good topic to talk about with Jada here today. Okay, so let's start off by talking about what tends to be in our bedroom. When I said monsters in the bedroom, I wasn't really joking. So Jada, what's in there? Well, it can sound very silly to a normal person, but most of the time it could be something like elves, gnomes, um, gremlins, so... (laughs) So as silly as it sounds, when a child comes to you and says, I think there might be a monster in my bedroom, that might not be as big as a joke as you think. Yeah, so there are elementals. For those of you who don't know what elementals are, they are your, your gnomes, your elves, all those fairy tale characters that we think are make-believe are actually not make-believe. Um, They stem from original stories from the beginning of time. Fairies, for instance, had a huge part in humans' lives long, long ago. Well, all of them, gnomes, elves, all of them are meant to take care of the earth. They're in charge of nature. Some of them, unfortunately, take on dark energy, which is the elemental part of them. So let's talk about the elves because most people um, make belief wise think that elves come from Santa Claus. And unfortunately, that's not the case. Elves are actually not very nice. Yep, certain times where you might notice something like your cats maybe jumping in the air trying to catch something that you can't see. Um, a lot of people would like laugh at that and just think oh that's that's funny he might be chasing a shadow or something exactly and no they're not elves love to tease people or people or things that can see them and animals can see them so elves are really bad for being naughty and not very nice so the other time you will see elves come up um or you might hear about them is from kids 
They'll say that someone whispered something or they might say a fairy or an elf whispered something into their ear that was naughty and told them to do something. They might not actually be lying to you. There are many times when elves are welcomed into a home unknowingly or especially from children. Children will allow fairies into the house. Uh, Elves are fairies that have basically gone bad. Gone rogue. Back on what I was saying, children tend to welcome fairies into the home and they might think that they've let in a good fairy, but it turns out that they've allowed an elf into the home. And in this case, they can do a lot of damage. And because nobody believes in them, you don't really know what's going on. And a lot of the time, that might not be the case. It might be more that a child's let in a good fairy and a lot of the time elves will attach onto good fairies and tease them so when a child is letting a fairy in there might be an elf attached to that fairy so they do end up in the house and when they are they are hard to remove or they can be hard to remove i've had to remove quite a few in my um, time they don't like to listen um, so you have to be very stern with them yeah essentially jada they whisper in your ear tell you naughty things they make you feel insecure would you say elves tend to stick to children bad things tend to be children yes i would say more gnomes and things gremlins actually more whispering yes they're more adult um issues and they would be latching on to you because of your self-worth yeah okay and that be more like telling your things bad things about your body anything like that that welcomes one of them in so the way you think about yourself and the way that the the negative things that you think make these being stronger and they feed off that negative energy and it allows them to enter into your life and especially into your bedroom and they take over your thoughts and your sleep it can be quite detrimental especially if you don't understand that this is real because you can go years and years of these growing stronger in the corners of your bedroom and as we all know lack of sleep can really affect our lives and ultimately if they are spreading more negativity to you when you do wake up your life just gets harder and harder and you don't really understand why what does a what does a gremlin look like if you've ever watched the movie gremlins yeah yeah basically gremlins not the furry one this isn't um yeah this isn't a furry friend this is like they kind of look like what you would expect a demon to look like gross body scaly looking like reddish purple pointy ears really like skinny like scrawny and long and yeah just really gross and they could be on the body like they can sit on you you can feel the weight of them at times they're very um possessive and they can they can make you feel things that you don't want to feel can you explain gnomes a little bit i've never really experienced a gnome i wanted uh, to just say that um so a lot of the time people would think of a gnome as a cute thing in their garden you would think of something cute on your garden or on your your front porch or something like that but it's really not that when when I think of a gnome, I would think of something red, very angry. They don't look like gnomes. They more look like like an angry child. But they have like a red body color that it kind of changes color. It can go from like skin color to like a 
bright red in the face and yet they kind of look like a small baby a baby that walks on its feet very small and red yeah when they take on they can look sweet i guess at the start and then if something picks at them then they take on this red glow and become angry and you'll notice once they're angry they kind of run around your house just racing around in anger and you can't figure out why so what kind of feelings do you feel when they've entered into your home for a normal person i think it would be feeling like chaos it's more trying to figure out what they want and you can't figure that out it's not trespassing it's not any of those it's more figuring out what they want so it's kind of reminds me of the way they look like a child sometimes when you have a small baby you can't figure out what they want and that stresses you out that's what the gnomes sort of remind me of so for a normal person who doesn't know that they have a gnome how would they what are what are this what are the things that they're going to experience well you would see it i would but no, like a normal would, person yes, would see a it a normal person would see it on and off you would be able to feel them too like like in movies when you see somebody running past you or something they like yeah like, around. like a spirit that shows um, themselves like kind of like disappearing and lighting back up again while they're running around your house so very stressful but yes it's more a feeling of like having an having like a newborn baby or something and not being able to figure out why they're so upset and just screaming their face off. Interesting. I've never experienced that, so I cannot really touch on that. I do have a lot of experience with the fairies. Since I was a kid, they've been coming to me, but fairies played a big part in human lives many, many years ago. And we didn't treat them very well and they are quite afraid of us now. So they shapeshift into the things we fear most. So for me, that is spiders and they come to me. They've been coming to me since I was... I just want to cut in here for a normal person. If you're seeing spiders, that doesn't necessarily mean it's fairies. For her, they are shape-shifting, yes, into fear, but that can also mean that someone's trying to show you something, and I think a lot of people know that spiders represent fear. That doesn't mean that you're afraid of them but that is what they represent so if you're seeing those it doesn't just mean that there could be fairies in your room if you're seeing something that you're afraid of say you're afraid of a snake or something like a snake doesn't really represent something so would a fairy um shapeshift into a snake if you're afraid of a snake yeah if you're afraid of anything really i've i've seen a lot of things with fairies shapeshift like if they come to see you in your sleep and you're a gentle person and you kind of wake up to that then they're gonna hide and usually they hide in something that you fear just to protect themselves basically so that could be anything it could even be a moving picture of something like if you're afraid of something happening to one of your loved ones that could happen right in front of you as like a motion picture sort of thing yeah, so they don't just show up as, as an object. They It's kind of like a vision that they show you while you're awake where you think you're dreaming, but you're not really dreaming because you're, you're sitting in your bedroom looking around. For me, what I was getting at before is they come to me in spiders or they would write messages in what looked like blood on the walls and I would get them all the time and I couldn't understand what was happening to me because for me... I was awake. I would touch the walls. I could feel the blood that, or the red paint or whatever it was on the walls. And I was dead set. That was what was happening to me. I was awake, 
conscious and I couldn't understand and I would tell someone else and they wouldn't see anything. That's how they've come to me over the years. I understand that they do that because they're afraid of me knowing that they're there. I have since then essentially introduced myself to them at nighttime because I know what they are now. In order to pull myself out of that, I will talk to them and say, I know who you are, please show yourself, I'm, I won't harm you. And they will shapeshift back to a fairy. One has come physically into my hand and I've been able to communicate with them and get out of that, that situation of it being extremely terrifying and scary for me. Yeah, for like anybody that's playing around with it, please don't do that. If, you're, if you are gonna harm them, or do something to them for science or whatever reason it might be, please don't because that ruins it for everybody that would like to see that. And that really does hurt the fairies because you telling them, I'm not going to hurt you or anything like that. And then doing that to them, that could be extremely traumatic. Like just imagine that for yourself being lied to about someone not going to hurt you. So there please don't play with our information. Before we move on, fairies for kids fairies are so important for children they are not there to harm them they keep them you know keep that childish spirit for them they bring in whimsical yes, um, uh, whimsical imagination yes and they love them it's so you'd be so surprised how many kids have actually or actually interact with fairies on a regular basis and have never mentioned it to you before yeah, and you'll You'll also notice that with a child, fairies will show themselves a lot easier than to an adult because... No one believes a child when they talk about the fairies. Yes, and they know that a child probably won't hurt them. One thing that I have learned about the gnomes, though, is when we put gnomes in our garden, that doesn't mean that you are inviting bad beings into your garden. Jada, do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? So, with that... If you put a gnome in your garden, fairies will still come to your garden and take care of your garden so you aren't inviting a bad gnome into your home. Okay, so moving on to shadows. Shadows are freaking scary, man. I've had them. They, You can feel them peeping through bathroom doors, through the cracks when you don't shut them. So when you feel like something is peering through your closet or your bathroom, you might not be making it up. I know for me, a lot of times I am not making it up. They hang out in the corners of the roof and it comes, they come when you are stressed out and when your energy is at its lowest. Um, you're very vulnerable. You probably need your sleep at the most at this point in time and they don't allow for that. They make your bedroom a very uncomfortable place and they don't go away until you address them. So, Jada, what are these shadows? Well, there's there's a couple things they could be, and I would say that if they're just going on about stress, then I'd say it's probably something actually bad. A lot of the time, it's just like a dark energy, like your energy, and that's and that's like a being. But other times, it could be a loved one trying to send you a message. If they're telling you something during your sleep, then that would be most likely a, a loved one trying to tell you a message about something a past or loved one and they can only show themselves through shadows most of the time and the reason why they do this they take on that form because that's kind of the message that they're bringing so if they're coming with an urgent message of warning they're gonna come up as dark because their energy that message is dark it's a negative energy not necessarily dark energy it's more stress energy they're trying to get it through to you and you're not listening 
So now that we've covered all of the different things that can be in your room, we will continue this conversation and share with you the dark energy that was in my bedroom. It ended up being a lot bigger of a situation than I thought. And I think it's a pretty interesting story. So we will um, share that with you. On our next episode, thank you for tuning in to Akasha Cracker Truths. We hope you will tune in to our next episode. Until then, take care.